Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about kind of my thoughts on the annual pass. We've gotten a few weeks into it. Just thoughts on the drip feed versus the old style of content. We've had people say they kind of don't like this. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, I'm probably streaming right now. If you want to tune in, watch, hang out with us, and be part of these discussions, I go live every day at 7 a.m. Eastern and stream till about 5 p.m. Eastern. So whenever you're listening to this or watching this, you may be able to come in and interact with me live. And we had some people do that today. So I'm going to start saying this on the front end and back end of these episodes. And you can always follow me on Twitter and interact with me there as well at say no to rage and twitch.tv slash say no to rage is my Twitch channel. So I wanted to talk about this because at, at first, you know, when you first get into the content, there wasn't much. We've gotten a little bit more. And even today when this talk is over and this question answer is over, this is obviously, you know, you're going to watch the recording later. But if you're here live right now, I mean, we're right on the edge of another forge getting added to the game. And I'm excited about that, but I'm also excited about the, just the prospect of, you know, just some new weapon pursuits. It's been really fun to go for what many think is a pretty unique role on the Orchid uh, with the kill clip and everything, uh, stacking on Rampage and then Drop Mag. I got Geomag stabilizers today, too, in the live, so you just got to kind of see me use that in the wild. That was pretty fun. That is a very, very long super. I hope they never nerf that. <laughs> it's really fun. So I'm going to break this talk into three parts. First, I want to talk about no droughts. No droughts. That's kind of the goal of the annual pass. Then I want to talk about gaming is hobby. Gaming is hobby. When you decide that a game is going to be one that you kind of play as a hobby. And then lastly, I want to talk about what do you want? What do you want? Okay. Kind of addressing the folks that are not happy about drip feed, <clears throat> but they, you know, they want to play the game a lot, but they don't like drip feed. So no droughts. Let's just start there. The, the content is far from perfect. I will admit that. I've not been happy, and I've been critical about... Um, we've been critical about two things. I've been critical about the journey. The journey for those under 600 and beyond 600 is not a streamlined journey, and it makes it difficult for people to enjoy the content and care about it. Since we are three months away from Forsaken, I think some of the leveling and some of the infusion needs to be streamlined and made less painful. I've, I've established that, so I've been critical about that. I've also been critical about the loot itself, Okay. Whether you're running the raid or the forges, I don't think the loot is all that exciting. We're missing strong and unique perks. I took aim at, you know, shield disorient and disruption break. These are unique perks that can drop on both the orchid and the, the ring nail. You know, these that's, that's the auto rifle and the hand cannon. And, but they're just not very strong. They don't really matter. And then I looked at the raid loot and I kind of said the same thing. So this... this this content's far from perfect. Uh, if you're familiar with my content, you know I'm not going to sit here and try and act like this content's amazing. However, however, I think the goal is admirable, and I think it's it's kind of working, right? Not having content droughts is the goal of the annual pass, and I think this structure is very cool. You, we had a forge, then we had a raid, we had a new forge, we have a new forge today, we had the dawning, we've got Niobe Labs next week, then we've got the exotic quest in January, then we have Crimson Days. Like, There's kind of always something new hovering on the horizon, even if there's not a lot of substance to it, there's something to kind of keep you in the game. You're not just burning through it and leaving, right? So even if the loot and the guns need to be better, I think having something to kind of set your sights on each week, even if it's not amazing, mind-blowing, or substantive, it kind of is a better 
way forward than what we had in the past. Which would you prefer would be the question I would kind of pose to you. Would you prefer there to be something to kind of set your sights on each week and each month? Or do you prefer the old way, which was we burn through a campaign. That campaign has literally no value beyond the first week. None at all. We never go back into that content. Would you prefer that? Would you prefer, you know, one new location and that, who knows how much bandwidth that eats up? Who knows how much development time that takes up? And then again, how much value did Mercury and Mars add to the game? <clears throat> you know, did those new locations really add a lot of value for you? That would be my question, is which do you prefer? And let's talk about gaming as hobby next, because I think that does play into how you might answer this question, how you might think about this structure, this content, and just your experience in Destiny. If we're really logging in each day, week, and month, and there's there's a little something each time, whether it's a nightfall weapon that you're chasing, or maybe it's a forge weapon, or just a weapon in the raid that you can't seem to get your hands on. Um, it, any of those, any of those pursuits that may be kind of piquing your interest each week, I think that lines up with the mentality of gaming as hobby. Okay, that lines up far better with gaming as hobby. What I don't think lines up with gaming as hobby is is basically being done and then sort of waiting for the next feed and not playing. If that makes sense. Like, just think rhythmically how players were commonly playing DLC, and it doesn't sound like gaming as hobby. It almost sounds like gaming as obsession. You squeeze the life out of the content in two to three weeks, and then you throw the game down, and you're like, well, nothing to do. Bye. That, to me, is not a hobby. Your engagement during, like, the peak hours might be considered hobby, But it's just too easy to burn through all the content in a week or two and then be, I'm okay, now what do I do? Even with the most substantive deliverables we've ever had, even with things as, as stout as Forsaken and the Taken King, even in both of those DLCs, we, we had that sense of, I'm kind of done very quickly. The rhythmic, the rhythmic patterns they've done, both with the Dreaming City, with the Forges, with the rotation of weapons, I believe just lines up with you gaming as hobby. Now, you might look at it and say, I still don't like this. I, 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 you know, I understand what Lono's saying, but I want to play how I want to play. Give me everything up front and let me chase, you know, whatever I want as much as, 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 much as I want. Okay? That's why I kind of want to end with, you know, what do you want? I don't ever want to tell people how to play. I've been, I've been actually pretty strongly pushing against some of the more hardcore sentimentality players, streamers, YouTubers, etc. that have been telling other people how to play. Play like me and infusion cores aren't a problem. Play like me and leveling's not that bad. I, I've been very much pushing up against that. So I don't want to be a hypocrite here. But I do, I do really want to push against the idea that I want a game as hobby, but you want a game as hobby in a way that is so front-loaded that it's basically impossible for a developer to keep up with, you know, your your hobby. They can't create the content fast enough and enough content fast enough to keep up with you. So that's why I'm going to kind of pose the question here at the end, what do you want? The more focus on the feel of basically being able to come back, if you face, if you see that as being sort of the way forward, I think it's a better business decision and it's also better for your experience. Somebody made a good point this morning. I believe it was Zach when he said, this format's really good. I can mix other games in with Destiny 
while I'm currently playing and chasing. You kind of hit your you kind of hit your your stride, and then you're you're done for the week or or the done for the day or whatever. And you you know you're gonna come back next week when reset hits, and there's more stuff to chase, new stuff for to chase. Maybe you're waiting on a, on, a, on a specific nightfall to rotate in, and you know you kind of haven't had the wardens of nothing. You haven't had a chance to go after that. Maybe right. So. That I think is is a great way of looking at it. Like you're mixing in other games. Typically, what people would do in the past was you would, I, and I think this is, I think this would corrupt your experience in general as a gamer. Is you would burn through the content in Destiny, get burned out. There'd be nothing to do, nothing new, nothing fresh, and then you'd look for some other game to shred through while you were kind of waiting. So I think that style of gaming too is just, I think in general, again, I'm not telling you how to play. I'm not trying to be your dad, but I truly think your experience and your, your life as a gamer would be better if you sort of embrace this idea that there's a little something new to do each week. I kind of grind, I put in my hours and if you play more than me and you kind of hit your wall sooner, you're like, well, I'm done. I don't care about the God rolls. I don't care about this. I don't care about any of the stuff that Lono's going for. That's fine. You hit your wall sooner than me, but you're still staying in destiny, right? Here's here's my concern as both a player and just someone who wants the, the game to be successful long term and just thinking as like a business. I think when you take long breaks from a game, I think each time you do that, you're less and less likely to come back. You finish everything in the first month and then you put the game down for two entire months or more and then you come back. Well, you're not really invested in what's going on. You're not really aware of like, oh, they did buffs and nerfs. Oh, they changed that strike. They changed this. It's kind of like when you go back to your hometown and you don't recognize it. You're like, since when was the bur- the Burger King gone? Why is it? I didn't know they put a target over here. What? Like nothing looks the same. The streets look different. Like everything's changed. There's, there's lights where there used to be stop signs and stop signs where there used to be lights. You're sort of like, uh, you feel like a stranger in your hometown similar i think a similar feeling can happen in a game like this the more time you spend away from it when you come back it feels more foreign you don't feel as invested you don't feel as connected and you can see this you can see this in the way that people came back for black armory and were under leveled and struggled to do everything it was sort of like i'm not invested in the game why the frick am i going to play and then you just kind of put it down burn and dump makes it easy i think over time uh, and T-Funk's gonna make a joke about me saying burn and dump. Burn and dump makes it easier, I think, over time for you just to maybe just not come back permanently. But you burn through the game, then you dump it. You're like, well, I'm done. You know, let me put this down. You know, I've, 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 I've got nothing left to chase. I, I, I played like crazy. And I think that this is a way to keep everyone sort of in the mix. This is why the leveling and infusion conversation is so important is so important, okay? And I'll tell you why. Casuals experienced what I believe they were like, they kind of in a, in a microcosm, in a small way, they experienced what hardcore players have experienced many times, but the hardcore players are a little bit more likely to come back because they're a hardcore player, right? But if you look at what happened to the casuals when they kind of came back to the game, it's exactly what tends to happen to everybody else. They come back, they don't have an attachment, they're not invested, they're not up to level, and it's just easier for them to be like, I mean, I'm just going to put the game down, I don't care about any of this, right? This pattern of making 
you know, end game pursuits, end game loot to chase beyond, you know, the end game obviously that was in Forsaken and was in it was in vanilla at launch, you know, creating pursuits beyond that is very important and that's why leveling in infusion needs to not be so painful. That creates a more sort of just a presence of the community being in and around the game and playing and and staying invested so that if Faction Rally comes back or Iron Banner comes around or a new Forge comes around, you're just way more likely to dip your toe in and try it out and care. The hardcore need to stay interested and the casuals need to kind of stay in the race. That's kind of how I picture the both both sides of the game, right? The hardcores just need to stay interested. Keep them interested. Trickle out a, a gun. Trickle out an experience. Trickle out a potential role on a gun or, or something like the, what are they called? The dungeons. And then as long as you keep the casuals in the race, they're in the pool, they're leveling up and infusing and they're able to kind of be a part of what's going on, then both sides of the game, as far as the community is concerned, are going to enjoy that lack of content drought and they're going to stay in the mix. That's good for the game long term, that's good for for spending and matchmaking and, and and profitability of the game. That's good for all of us if we're fans of Destiny. So we're going to transition to Q&A. Again, if you're watching this on YouTube or listening on the various podcast locations, I'm probably live right now on twitch.tv slash say no to rage. Come in and hang out with us. And if you're here right now, you can submit those questions with the question command. As with all of my content, I appreciate you watching and listening. Please like, share, and subscribe.